Sydney's best breakfast. 2GB. How does this make you feel? The Australian Defence Force is in trouble. The Navy has less firepower now than it did 30 years ago. And we only have enough weapons and ammo to survive one week of conflict. Personnel numbers are shrinking. More people are leaving than are looking to join. The number of full-time ADF personnel sits at about 57,000. 6,400 left last year. And the trend isn't looking good. Navy ships aren't going out to sea because they have staff shortages. Armoured vehicles aren't fit for conflict. And delays on new weapons are causing other headaches too. Matt Keogh is not the Minister for Defence. He's the Minister for Veterans Affairs, but he's joining us on the line right now. Matt Keogh, good morning to you. Hi, Ben. Great to be with you. This impacts you because it impacts veterans. You must be concerned. Well, it impacts me on two fronts, both as Minister for Veterans and Minister for Defence Personnel. Um, and, uh, you know, what the work we're doing uh, in the veteran space, and I'm sure we'll get onto that in more detail in making sure that veterans are getting the services they need, actually helps in this space because when the story out there is negative for veterans, it doesn't help uh, with recruitment. But we are happy to see that our retention rates in the Defence Force are starting to improve now after being pretty bad over the last few years. What we inherited was certainly a very bad uh, scenario. Uh, but in, you know, in view of everything you've just gone through as well, it's why we're undertaking a number of measures to really uh, improve th- that rate of recruitment, uh, to make sure that we are growing our Defence Force as we need, making sure that you know, we're improving the, the flow, put, uh, flow through of recruitment. So, for example, I, I may have mentioned this to you before, it, we, we inherited a situation where for somebody who said, hey, I want to put their hand up, said, I want to join the Defence Force, it was taking 300 days for us to actually get them enlisted. Uh, and that was ridiculous. You know, people find other jobs, they move, they you know, find a partner and don't want to join the Defence Force anymore or something else. Um, we're, we're now targeting bringing that down to 100 days or even shorter if we can. We have a new recruitment partner to do that, ADECO, um, They've only just come on board and certainly we've hit a few teething issues with them coming on board uh, as well and we're working very closely with them uh, to get through those issues because that is of concern. But we're also uh, opening up sort of the cohorts we can recruit from. There's over 200 different sorts of roles in the Defence Force and uh, what we've traditionally done is said, uh, you've got to meet you know, fitness and health levels on the basis that we're going to send you, you know, onto the front line overseas. But a lot of those roles never even leave Australia. Some of them, you're more likely to be wearing a hoodie in a basement doing cyber ops than uh, holding a rifle on the front line. And so uh, making sure we've got sort of fit-for-purpose standards, we can accept people with different medical conditions if they're doing roles that are only ever going to be Australian-based, for example. So look, broadening that cohort of people we can recruit from, really important. And you, the beginning your of recruitment year, campaign seemed to be targeting women, is that right? We're targeting, uh, we're absolutely trying to increase the proportion of women that are joining the Defence Force, the proportion of uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders that are joining the Defence Force. We do want to make sure we have a Defence Force that looks more like the Australian community. That's really important. But of course, let me let me jump means... in and ask you something. Why does diversity matter in defence when, if we come under attack, the only thing we care about is someone able to fight back? Well, if you think about only hiring uh, white Anglo-Saxon males, that's a... a no, 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 I'm uh, just talking about only cohort. hiring people who want to sign up. Oh, yeah, no, this is the point. We're trying to encourage more people to join. 
so that we can grow the size of our defence force. And doing that means uh, appealing to people that have not traditionally been people that have grown uh, joined the defence force in great numbers so that we can grow that pie of people that are joining. That's what we're trying to do. Okay, the other thing, and you mentioned this in your first answer, people are looking at the treatment of veterans and they're thinking, well, why would I sign up to that? Now, we set you a bit of a challenge when you came into office because there were more than 45,000 outstanding claims with the Department of Veterans Affairs. That was in September of 2022. And we said we'd check in regularly with you. So the 45,000 outstanding claims, how many are there right now? So uh, we divide that, that, that uh, backlog into two groups, initial liability and permanent impairment. And initial liability is where a veteran comes forward and says, I've got a health condition, mental health, physical condition, disease that's related to my service. They need to establish that so they can get access to health care. Uh, we now have uh, that number down to a situation where basically all new claims coming into the department are with someone for assessment within two weeks. So that back, we're now back to business as usual for that cohort and uh, claims are being processed uh, and that backlog's effectively gone. The remainder, which is your permanent impairment, uh, that's down to just over 3,000 now. And to give you a sense of where we're going with that, in January, we processed over 7,000 claims in the month of January. Back in November, we processed nearly 10,000 in that month. So we'll be through that backlog and have uh, back to a situation where uh, people put in a claim and they're, they're being assessed within two weeks of them putting them in uh, very shortly. And that means people, you know, veterans, are getting access to the services, the support, the compensation payments uh, that they frankly deserve um, when, when they need them. Uh, and that's really, really important. Well, well done to you. This is Matt Keogh, the Minister for Veterans Affairs, joining us. And congratulations on those achievements and keep the good work coming. Uh, just one more on defence recruitment. The overwhelming feedback I'm getting from people, Matt, is that people feel like the defence force is too woke in 2024 when we've had the head of army coming out in years gone by saying, don't use the word guys anymore, uh, when we've had you know, medals being stripped from people who've served their country. What do you say to people who say defence is too woke? Well, I think, you know, celebrating the diversity of our country, whether you're in the public service, in BHP, or in your, you're in the defence force, is a good thing. Um, it, you know, this is the country people are signing up to defend. Uh, it's our national security, and I think it's important that our, our defence force is part of our community in that way as well, uh, and people shouldn't feel uh, in any way because they are from a diverse background uh, that they're not welcome in our Defence Force. But the number one thing that our Defence Force does is act in our national interest and our, uh, protecting our national security. And uh, that's what they're always doing, regardless of their background. And we always support our personnel in doing that. We've got to be careful, though, that people don't steer clear of signing up because they feel like they've got to tread on eggshells when they join the Defence Force. Well, that's not the case at all. But of course, you know, obviously, we expect people to behave well when they're in our defence force and to comply with defence values. Uh, that's incredibly important. Uh, that's all consistent with our national security and making sure that you know you can trust the person standing next to you on the front line as well. Uh, but I don't, I don't really buy into this whole idea that people don't don't join because they think the defence force is too woke. I mean, just look at what the defence force does on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, that doesn't really fit into the whole, uh, you know, what people like to call woke. Uh, and if people want to join our Defence Force, if they're interested in protecting our national security, the, the place to do that is in our Defence Force. Do you use the word guys? Uh, sometimes I do, and I don't use it in a gendered way, and I think people can <laughs> We appreciate you jumping on the line. 
Cheers, mate. Good, Good on you. you. Thank you very much. So that's Matt Keogh, the Minister for Veterans Affairs. And I'm referring to David Morrison, who at one stage was saying to people, look, if you walk into the tea room at work, whether you're working in the Army or any other organisation, don't say good morning, guys, because there could be females in there and they're not guys. And I think that there is an element here for the government to consider when people are signing up, they don't want to feel like, oh, am I going to be lectured about social issues when all I want to do is defend our country? For more of The Ben Fordham Show, watch live weekdays 5.30 till 9am on 2GB.com.